Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the podcast that tracks my weight loss progress and unexpectedly uh, also my gradual loss of competency in the English language. I'm your host, the Chunky Monkey, Tim Down. Uh, We made a dent this week, folks. I'm down to 288 pounds. Uh, For those of you keeping score at home, that's about 17 pounds in total. That's $29.50 in Canadian dollars. (laughs) I'm honestly surprised it took me that long to throw out a shitty pounds joke. Uh, But we're doing good. I cut out the mini nans. I looked into it, like, basically just now, not before I, you know, decided to cut them out. And it turns... Turns out I was eating about 1,800 calories worth of NAN per week, which is like a day's worth of calories. Um, And for the most part, it was just like a hummus delivery system. So I cut it out and kept carrots and peas, and and here we are. I'm svelte now. Uh, My meals were a little more half-assed this week, though. Uh, Sometimes I plan them out and make everything on a Sunday night, but other times I kind of make it up throughout the week. Um... I had chicken wings and rice for most of my meals and also, you know, uh, like the, you know, peas and carrots. Um, I also had a leftover burrito, which was like probably like right on the edge, if not over the edge of being like not chill to eat. Um, I, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm not really exactly tracking my macros just yet. Um, not really following a meal plan per se. Um, it's still more or less just triage on my old diet. Um, I eat so much, any calories I burn are backed up from three months ago. Boom, got them. I eat so much that my stomach is basically a compost pile. Boom, got them. I eat so much my lungs hurt from lack of air because it couldn't get past the food. Boom, got them. It's a couple of, couple of self-zings for you. Little, uh, you know, little uh, whatever. Joan Rivers action for you. Except I'm, you know, a guy and, you know, 80% body fat and not 80% plastic. Got him. Also, I think she's dead. I'm not sure. Plowing ahead here. Uh, I also kept uh, kept up with working out this week. Um, because my elliptical doesn't have a resistance motor, I try to like you know engage my muscles as much as I can, sort of on my own, uh, which which means I'm I'm flexing my buns. Um, I've also dabbled with holding weights as I run, but that that kind of feels like I'm asking to lose my balance and and bonk my big dumb head. You know, it's it's one of those things that it, it does feel like it works, like it does feel like it gives me a better workout, but also it's just inviting trouble. You know. Like people who water down their wiper fluid in the summer, which a coworker of mine did, and then his windshield froze over in the winter because he forgot he diluted it. Uh, in the case of me working out, I guess that would compare to falling off the elliptical and trying to cover my face with my hands and, and accidentally driving two dumbbells into my face, you know? Honestly, I feel like I need something to be in shape for. I mean, obviously, yeah, for health, but beyond that, my current level of fitness kind of suits my needs fine. Um, because of that, it's hard to find the motivation to get in like really insane shape. Um, it's, it's how I felt with school. Like I knew I didn't have an interest in working in my field and didn't really have a career in mind. So I had a, a hard time motivating myself to learn because I didn't feel like it would really directly benefit me, uh, which is why I'm an influencer now. Yeah. Um, 
I almost feel like I need to take up a sport, like go back to playing soccer or something. Um, or I could do the fight club thing and just go pick fights. Um, there's nothing like the prospect of getting your ass kicked to motivate you to build up your cardio. Maybe I'll become a fight fit customer. To be honest, uh, one thing that motivates me to get in shape almost more than anything else is any scene in a show or movie where there's a, a chase, you know, um, because, you know, in real life, if I don't catch the person I'm chasing within, like basically within an arm's reach, then they're just gone. You know, there's, there's no way I can catch them. It's just not happening unless it's, it's a steep downhill and I can just kind of jump and land on them. You know, like my top speed is about equal to the, the leisurely walking pace of a dude who's six, five, you know, like I, I couldn't catch a fucking cold. I also couldn't draw a bath or any of those other jokes that are like 50 years old. I learned to whisper in a helicopter. Uh, but the most recent movie that made me think of, of this was uh, The Gentleman, the most recent uh, Guy Ritchie movie. Um, I watched it earlier, and while it was fun, it kind of felt like it was written like by an AI that analyzed scripts of all of his movies. It's like a mishmash of everything he puts in them, you know, like drugs, guns, uh, multiple storylines that diverge and converge and involve both street level and I guess management level criminals. Um, Americans commenting on the UK, incredibly contrived dialogue about mundane subjects or allegories that are meant as thinly veiled threats. Um, that last one seems really specific, but it's in like every single one of his movies. Uh, the Fargo TV show does this too, but like you'll have one character ask another character like a direct question and, and they basically just relay a story that that so barely answers it. Like, like how the boss rose to power, you know, you'll have one character ask his right hand man, like, you know, it's always like the American guy, like how did he assemble his crew in the first place? And his right hand man will just go, there once was a boy named Max. Max was a rambunctious little lad. Wouldn't wear anything but a wolf costume. Max got himself into a bit of mischief. Couldn't help himself. But because of his mischief, his mother sent him to bed without dinner. And so Max, he up and left. And he found himself in a wild place, full of wild beasts. Beasts that would give you a proper fright. And when he came to the place where the wild things are, they roared the terrible roars and gnashed the terrible teeth and rolled the terrible eyes and showed their terrible claws. Now, if that was me, I'd have made myself scarce. Not Max. You see, now Max might come off like a wolf in sheep's clothing, but back then, Max was a wild thing in wolf's clothing. And when the wild things came to gnash their teeth and roar their roars, Max gnashed and roared back at them. This was not usually done. And because of that, Max quickly established himself as the wildest of all the wild things, and they crowned him king. So you are welcome, my son, to roar and gnash at Max. But you've got to ask yourself, are you wilder than the wildest things or the wild things are? It's like, what? Dude, I just asked a fucking question. Like, just fuck, if you don't want to answer, just don't fucking answer, dude. Like, 
uh, it's like the most masturbatory writing cliche to have gangsters just sit around and quote Aesop's fables or shit like that. You know, like that was where the wild things are, by the way. Like, <laughs> like I don't know why I keep fucking writing these long ass monologues. Like they don't even relate to anything. I'm not an actor. I literally haven't been able to do a British accent in like six years. So like that was, uh, you know, not great. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to, I'm going to listen back to that in like, you know, a year and be like, ugh, what am I a fucking thespian? What am I in the fucking arts? Oh, I just know I'm going to be writing another fucking monologue that require, I'm, I, there, I, there's an episode I'm, I'm going to be doing coming up where it's probably the entire thing is going to be an Australian accent. So, you know, stay tuned. I think that's probably it as far as uh, stuff for my week goes. So um, now let's have a word from our sponsor. Don't tell me. Let me guess. You're listening to this on your phone. But I bet that's not all you're doing. I bet you're on Instagram, scrolling away. Maybe you're looking at someone who you're thinking about pursuing. But careful. Those pictures are from 2018. If you like them, you're going to look real creepy. Oh, what's this? You just got a text. Oh, and an email. Sounds like you've got a lot on your plate. Wouldn't it be nice if you could simplify your life and have a cell phone that brings things back to basics? Well, now there is, thanks to Gotery. Gotery is the world's premier rotary cell phone. That's right. The phone in your grandparents' house you couldn't figure out, now in your pocket. Gotery comes in a wide variety of colors and styles. So simple doesn't have to be boring. Gotary's phones only allow incoming and outgoing calls. You can't even text. You'll be amazed at how much free time you'll have after switching to Gotary. No social media, no games, no internet. No problem. And with their stylish design, you no longer need a typewriter to let people know you're just a little more sophisticated than them. So what are you waiting for? My listeners get a special offer of a free pocket watch with their purchase. Just type in code word TRINGALING at checkout. Gotery. Going in circles to move forward. And we're back. So, uh, in the first episode, I said that the way that I lost a lot of weight originally was by running, which is true. Um, but before that, a couple year, years earlier, actually, um, I got myself in a pretty good shape for like a very, very brief period of time. And uh, the way that I did that was with P90X. For the uninitiated, P90X is a home workout DVD collection developed by a fellow named Tony Horton. Uh, P90X stands for Power 90 Day Extreme, uh, which is the kind of name you come up with when you do coke in the 90s. Uh, and you basically have to be on amphetamines to keep up with this program. Uh, it runs you through a variety of workouts six days a week, seven if you do the optional stretching workout, which I don't think I did even once. Um, and you do this for three months. Um, you do the same schedule for three weeks, have a week of somewhat lighter workouts, then three weeks of a different schedule, that well, slightly different. Um, so for example, the first three weeks, your schedule is day one, chest and back, day two, plyometrics, day three, shoulders and arms, day four, yoga X, day five, legs and back, day six, Kempo X, and optionally day seven, X stretch. It's the early 2000s, you know? The X was like, that was when X peaked, just in general, you know? 
like how a couple years ago everything was bacon flavored and everything was like you know ah bacon soap and bacon tattoos and uh, I mean bacon just bacon on its own X in the early 2000s was like popping off like they're like oh does this word start with a vowel and the second letter is an X well now it starts with an X so so that's what we're doing today Okay, so anyway, uh, additionally to all these workouts, on the odd-numbered days, so days one, three, and five, um, you do an additional workout called Ab Ripper, guess which letter, uh, which works out uh, your legs. I'm just checking to make sure you're paying attention. Uh, yes, of course, works out your abs. But, but here's the thing, okay? Each one of those videos is close to an hour long, with the yoga DVD being the longest at an hour and a half. So you're working out for about an hour a day, six days a week for three months. And at the end of the three months, start over, I guess. It's not it's not that clear. Um, I guess you're just fit and cool now and can start kicking over kids' sandcastles at the beach. You know. Um, so like I said, this collection was developed by and hosted by a guy named Tony Horton. Um, and to give you an impression of what this guy is like, picture Michael Scott with the body of a Marine, but still the energy of Michael Scott. Um, I'll get into some of the things he says in, in a little bit, but his big thing is that he wants you to do your best and forget the rest, which is good advice. Now that said, my current best amounts to maybe a total of eight minutes out of the close to 10 hours of content in these DVDs, which may even be generous. Um, but he also says, don't say I can't, say I presently struggle with. So I presently struggle with uh, swallowing my own head and body. Tony, I call him Tony. Uh, Tony claims that this whole program works because of a concept called muscle confusion, uh, where you do a wide variety of workouts, so your muscles don't know what to do, and I guess just panic and, and grow stronger by accident. Um... I read a lot of articles talking about how this concept doesn't really make sense and doesn't have any real scientific basis and that the reason you see results is because you're working out every day for an hour. Um, but then I found an interview with the Tone Zone where he just straight up says, yeah, no, I made it up. It's just marketing. Completely offhand and wasn't even asked about it at all. Um, so I guess fuck every single person that spent their time researching those articles. No offense, of course. You just wasted you know, a lot of time. Um I'm going to do a run-through of, of each DVD, at least in the first three weeks, which I'll explain why uh, just the first three weeks later, but I think you could probably, probably guess why I have less to say about those, um, which means we begin with day one, which is chest and back. Uh, my chest, my back, uh, my pussy, and my crack, of course, but they don't, that's too long of a title. Um, so first of all, um, each one of these videos is shot in the same room, which, which looks like a dungeon. Um, but it's like the most early 2000s dungeon like ever. Like it looks like a room where Steven Seagal and Jean-Claude Van Damme would fight at the end of a movie, but like later in their careers, you know, but like Van Damme would rip his shirt off and would somehow already be fully oiled, you know, and Steven Seagal would mumble incomprehensibly while brandishing a knife, you know, eh, one day I'll make a current reference, but probably not today, you know, who's a current action star besides Jason Statham? Fucking nobody. The Rock does not count. He's just fucking... I don't know. The Rock is like... 
I was going to say the rock's like Jesus, but I'm pretty sure that that's not even, it doesn't make sense. It's not accurate. It's probably offensive. Although in fairness, if you're offensive, if you're offended, if you're offended by me calling the rock Jesus, you probably haven't made it this far because I did directly curse God in a previous episode. So, you know, anyway, so Justin back, um, essentially pushups and chin-ups for the whole video. Did I do one single chin-up the entire time? No. Uh, partially because, well, I presently struggled with them. Uh, partially because I didn't own a pull-up bar, uh, but mostly the first one. Uh, so we had this total gym type thing, and, and I did the pull-down thing with the bar. You know, the pulley bar thing? You know what I'm talking about. Also, I mean, it is such, like... Uh, you know, some people have pull-up bars that they have in like the door of their bedroom. And it's just the one that kind of screws in. Like, not, not even screws in. You just like unscrew it and it presses into both sides of the wall. And then you're just supposed to do pull-ups with that. There's no world in, in w- where I trust that. Like I'm going to just fall and have not done any pull-ups. Like that is some, that's, that's, for, that's for a thin man to work out with. Let me tell you. And even the ones that, like, brace themselves against the crown molding, I feel like I just pull the whole thing off the fucking wall. But anyway, anyway, anyway. So, all these videos are structured pretty much the same. Antonio leads you through the workouts along with three other people. Some are doing the workouts regularly. Some are doing variations, uh, like using resistance bands instead of dumbbells. um, Or doing, like, ways of making it a bit easier. Um, he also tells you to write everything down about the workouts, so you keep track of your progress. Um, like, you know, oh, I I did these these curls with a 20-pound dumbbell, and it went, it went sweet, you know? And maybe I'll do a 25-pound dumbbell next. Dumbbell. Dumbbell door. This is just a free associate, association episode. This is just a free association football episode, guys. I'm just going to spitball. We've had the Rage episode. We've had the anime episode. This is the Take It Easy episode. Sit back and relax. We're going to do some ASMR. We're not. I don't have any, like, scissors near me. But anyway. Um, but yeah, I did I did not write a word down. I didn't even, uh, you know, I didn't even get a pen. Um and anyway, so every and and also after after every few workouts in in each video, there's like usually a 60 second water break where you can drink water and stretch and kind of, you know, whatever, um, which you better believe I paused to extend it into a 300 second water break because I got gassed pretty quick. Um, now, I watched through some like through the DVDs again to sort of refresh my memory. Um, and he says he just said that like one of the people in the like all the people in the videos uh are not they're like none of the people are professional athletes right like they're all there because of the program and that's why they're in shape um which um i believe for the the one about chest and back because it's like you know people that are like you know they look regular people but they're you know they're in shape yeah they got some abs some 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 delts some delts airlines um but there's a dude in a few of these workouts mainly the ab one and i think the yoga one that he literally might be the most fit person that's ever lived 
he he literally looks like a Street Fighter character. And I'm pretty sure he's also a professional dancer. So so Anthony's fudging his numbers a little here with the, the no professionals thing. Um, but, okay, so next up is Ab Ripper X, which you do right after the chest and back one and every other day after uh, the exercises for that day. And, and it fucking sucks. At the beginning, Tony says, I hate it, but I love it. Well, I hate it, but I hate it. Okay? It's 11 exercises. 25 reps each and you've got to be fucking high if you think i ever one time did it to completion oh and there's no breaks in this one no water breaks at all because it's only 15 minutes long but you better believe i was hammering the pause button after each exercise um, when i was finished their exercises and tried to get up i looked like i just fell off a second floor balcony and tried to stand up after slamming into concrete it was not graceful uh, and not to jump ahead but I didn't make it all the way through the program and then jumped right back in after having not worked out for like two years. I mean, like not even doing a push-up. And the day after I did the ab workout for the first time, which for those of you paying attention, is day two. Okay? Uh, I did P2X. Um, I literally couldn't sit up in bed. Like I had to roll over like a like a wounded horse and push myself up. Like my abs were just done. Harry Houdini's stomach felt better after he was punched to death. I, I felt like two horses tried to pull me apart in my sleep. Speaking of day two, day two, plyometrics. What are plyometrics? Basically, it's jumping. How hard is it? Well, in Tony's words, you're burning calories, man oh man It's pure gibberish, right? Uh, now, a couple of things about the, the other people in this one. You have a woman named Pam, who allegedly people call Blam, presumably because of her athleticism, not because she perpetrates gun violence. But there's another guy that I need to tell you about, because I find the whole thing around this guy so fucking bizarre. Now, this fella's name is Eric. Eric's an in-shape guy. He also only has one leg, so already, no excuses. Uh, although you could argue he has one less leg to be sore, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Uh, aside from that, I didn't pay him any mind, you know, he's just another guy in the video. Uh, and then years and years later, I think maybe honestly only two years ago, for some reason I was looking up the filmography of everybody that was in that movie Super Troopers, um, and it turns out that Eric is actually Eric Stolhansky, who played the new guy in Super Troopers. It was so fucking bagar. It was <laughs> bagar. Literally, not even close to Z and G. There's no language in the world that swaps out Z's for G's. Or, I guess you could swap out G's for Z's if you're paying for sleep. Is that even a joke, or is that just, or is that just? It's again free association, guys. But so, like, I found out that this guy who was in P90X, who I saw like for weeks, like every week, like was also the guy in Super Troopers. That I'd also seen like a ton of times. But I also found like the Venn diagram of finding out that he was the same guy was also like, oh, so the guy in Super Troopers only had one leg. Like it was so fucking weird, but I didn't have anybody that had seen Super Troopers and also like did P90X. So like I couldn't really, t I couldn't be like, oh, this is crazy. It's like I found out, um, 
I was listening to music. It was I can't remember what the guy's name is, but he he was like does like he's one of those guys that does like mashups of pop songs and like you know com- combines a bunch of different ones like ACDC and like Kesha. I don't think that's real, but that's like the kind of thing they do. Um, and I found out that after listening to this guy, that he's the guy that did the Ultimate Showdown on Newgrounds. And I was like, guys, right? And everyone's like, eh, I don't really remember that, or I don't give a shit about this guy's music. It's a lonely world out there, folks. So I'm putting it out to you so you can enjoy it. But finding out that there was the same guy was kind of like, you know, um, it was the same feeling I had when I found out the actual spelling of the Bernstein Bears. Like, it rocked my perception of reality, like, to its core. Um, so clearly, I have a low threshold for having my mind blown. Um, anyway, I actually remember kind of enjoying plyometrics, surprisingly. Um which could just be my brain blocking out the trauma of squatting and then jumping and then squatting and then jumping and so on. And actually, I had it on fast forward as I was typing this, and I now f- remember feeling genuine rage towards Tony for making me do these fucking workouts. Like one is literally you jump and swing your arm in a circle like a 70s rock god like over and over. And I have to say it was very therapeutic to just sit on my ass and watch these workouts and just not have to do them. Like it would be a lot better if I was drinking a beer or eating chips, but rules are rules. Um, as a somewhat related sidebar, because of the pandemic, I'm doing therapy online from home uh, through a service that I'm not going to mention because I, I don't have real sponsors on the show. Wait, none of these sponsors are real? Yeah, sorry. Um, anyway, because I'm at home, uh, I'm way more relaxed than I would be in a therapist's office. Um, and most of my sessions are after dinner. And I realized halfway through a session once that I'd been casually drinking a beer the entire time. Um, she didn't notice, but I feel like that's a pretty bad sign to be in therapy and just like, you know, pounding an IPA, you know, it's like, it's like eating chips in the doctor's office. It's like, I mean, could you at least pretend like, could you at least lie? Like, it's like you go to the dentist and how much do you floss? Like, oh, twice a day. If it's like going like, oh, I never floss. Like, just tell him you floss. Just lie to him. You know? Um, Honestly, I think people would probably be a lot more honest in in therapy if they're a little ripped. I think it's at least worth a shot, you know? Let's give it a try. Who's it going to hurt? Speaking of hurt, day three, shoulders and arms. Now, here's the thing, okay? With the exception of Pam the Blam, every woman in these videos so far looks like a Cold War spy. Like, they look like they have poison hidden in multiple locations on their body. They all have, like, vague Eastern European accents. I mean, one says that she's German, but still, same, same. And and one of the dudes in this, in this video looks exactly like Colossus from X-Men. Like, at any moment, he's going to be, like, mid-curl and just go all chrome to maximize his pump. And also, it turns out the woman in this video actually doesn't have a European accent. But the way she talks sounds like she was specifically trained to not have an accent. You know, so she could participate in, like, clandestine black ops missions where she, like, I don't know, injects ricin into some parliamentarian. You know? Like, The Americans is based on all of these people's lives. Still, not the most current reference, but we're getting closer. But anyway, these workouts weren't too bad. Um, My issue was that, like, every time I took a weight for these um, workouts, it was way too heavy up front, you know? And by the end, my arms were like, were like jello. Because the way this works and the way a lot of these um, 
videos work is you do like a circuit of different uh, uh, workouts and then you kind of go back and repeat them all, sometimes in a different order, sometimes not. Um, and I always went for like 20 pound weights, which, you know, I probably should have been using five pound weights. Um, I kept looking at Tony in this one and he honestly looks like a perfect cross between Steve Carell and that guy who was in don't breathe and like was the, the evil general in avatar. It's like his exact body and his like exact vibe, but just cut through with the niceness of, 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 uh, Steve Carell in the office. Um, now, uh, at this point, you know, we're kind of almost like halfway through. At this point, I want to paint a bit of a picture of what I actually looked like doing these workouts. Um, now, you can look on my Instagram, at excessively underscore Caucasian, uh, to see what I looked like at the time. If you look at the pictures of, of me doing soccer, it's the last one where I'm wearing the red jersey. Um, but while I was doing these workouts, I would set up my laptop uh, on the couch next to me so I could listen to music while I worked out. Um, I guess I didn't use an iPod because I wanted to be able to hear what he was saying. Um, or I think maybe I didn't want to deal with the headphone wire, but either way, I played music from YouTube on shitty laptop speakers that I just left on the couch next to me. Um, I think at one point I may have even made a playlist of videos that I, I played like every time I remember at the time my pump up song was hail destroyer by cancer bot cancer bites my pump up song with hail destroyer by cancer bats you know what i mean man like that song man when it kicked in overdrive man you just want to go for a run man want to just run around the track man ah man if i'm listening to hail destroyer by cancer bats i think i could outrun dale Earnhardt jr man driving his car not even walking man i'm telling you what i felt possessed by the spirit there guys i think honestly if i that song is still a pump out song um but the, the problem, like, I would play that song if I was, if I felt like I was losing steam, but then I would just work out too hard and just wear myself out even faster. Um, but for some reason, one song that I listened to every time was The Day That Never Comes by Metallica, which if you haven't heard that song, like, out of all the Metallica songs I could have picked, it's one of the most inexplicable choices. I didn't pick Battery, not Creeping Death, not even Blackened. It's a ballad they wrote in their late 40s was my go-to. You know, I, I really put the whack and whack job. Anyway, back to the X. Day four. Yoga X. So yeah, it's a fucking hour and a half of yoga. And the first half is, is brutal. Like, it sucks so much. You don't, you don't stand up straight for the entire time. You, you have to hold a lunge for like 20 minutes. Uh, either that, or you have to stand on one leg while twisting your body and placing one hand on the ground and one in the air. I'm not even joking. Like, the, you do that, then you go into like downward dog and then you come back. It's crazy. Like, my legs would shake like I was being tased. But at least the tasing is over quickly. It's an hour and a half. And also, so Tony elected to wear incredibly tight yoga pants in this one. It's really weird. It makes it look like he has really skinny legs. Like, I looked closer, and it looks like they might actually be too small for him. Like, they don't all go all the way down his leg. I'm no expert, but I did spend far too long staring at his legs like they're Jackson Pollock. Beyond his pants, I don't have much to say about the yoga one. Second half was pretty manageable, actually. 
I think I can still do the corpse pose. Day five. Legs and back. Right off the bat, Tony tries to compliment one of the women by saying she has teeth like chiclets. Not even sort of a compliment. <laughs> it's like saying someone has a nice ass by comparing it to Jip Rock. It's bad simile. Tony. To be honest, I remember the least about these workouts out of all of them. Like, the other videos, I have at least a, a vague recollection of the workouts or the weird shit Tony says. But this one's just a blank slate. You know, something, something, skip leg, day, something, something, something. Day six, Kempo X. Now, some of you may recognize Kempo as a form of karate. One that's, you know, clearly not as good as Shinkyu Cushion Kai. But it's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, now, let me tell you something. These motherfuckers start off the video standing in a circle, basically praying with their heads down and like, like their fists, like, like they're like holding their fist in one hand in front of them. Like they're in a fucking Jet Li movie. You know, it's like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Accountant. It's the most Caucasian thing I've ever seen in my life. And I own a mirror. Like this one feels almost like, like a Richard Simmons workout video. Or like Tai Bo, whatever Tai Bo was, this feels like it was the same thing. But the whole thing is basically just shadow boxing. And for those of you that remember the karate episode I did, he has these folks throw out key eyes too. Okay? Like but not good ones. <laughs> like to be honest, I think I liked this one originally because I felt like I was kind of like a big fish in a small pond. You know, since I was already doing karate, I was like, I don't even have to fight anyone. This is some real white belt shit. You know? Now that I'm not doing actually doing the workouts and just watching them, I'm getting like secondhand embarrassment from watching this. And also firsthand embarrassment because now I see how I see them is probably exactly how people saw me as a chubby little redhead in a gi screaming ki in the middle of a park. <laughs> oh my god. It's so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Oh, at the same time, when they do front kicks, they call them ball kicks, which I feel like is is misleading. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you're kicking with the ball of the foot, but I, <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, they're kicking a little too high for ball kicks. Um, oh, okay, so the best part is at one point they do a thing called claw hammer. If you want to picture this, you basically step forward, and with your front hand, you mime clawing at someone's face, and then you follow through with your other hand with a punch. So it's almost like, think like a jab and then a cross, but the jab is like a clawing motion. Okay? But the one dude literally looks like he's pretending to be a kitty cat. Did I mean cat? No. I mean specifically a kitty cat. He looks like in his head he's, in his head he's saying, meow, every time he does it. I'm not even a little bit joking. But he also looks so serious as he does it. You know, like, I would bet money this guy's been in a production of Cats the Musical. And you know what? I bet he killed it. I bet if I saw it, he would be so good, I'd feel like a schmuck for not bringing him flowers. I bet this son of a bitch could move me to tears. I bet he could pull my soul out of my body and force me to stare directly into it with his performance. I bet he would be tender yet commanding. But here he looks like a silly kitty cat. So that's kind of going to be it for my survey of P90X. Like I said, I never did the stretching one. Um, and uh, yeah, so 
it, when I actually did Penandix, when I did the Penandix, um, I I did it, I think, for a total of like a month and three weeks, which is like the full workouts of the first month with the week of rest, and then like all of the workouts for the second month. Um, but uh, I don't think I did the rest one. And a big reason of why this was, I think, is we went on our grad trip to Europe for like two weeks. And when I got back, I was basically like, mm, yeah, it's close enough. Um, I did restart it at least one other time, but uh, I only did, I think, probably about a month, the first month again. Um, the one thing I do need to mention is from a video that's part of the second month that focuses on back and biceps. I originally thought it was in the core synergistics section, which by the way, synergistics, obviously, obviously not a word, but whatever, but it's in the back and biceps one. Now I have to say that this, this one thing is the number one thing that I remember from P90X because there's a woman in this video that looks a lot like Pam from the office, not to be confused by Blam. Uh, and there's one shot where they do her so dirty to the point where I feel like the editor like asked her out. She said no, and he just went full incel. Uh, I'm going to post the picture on my Instagram. It is incredibly unflattering to this woman, who I'm sure is lovely. Um, and what's more, when I was looking for this shot, like I was skipping through it to try and find it, um, I noticed that the camera work in general in this one is pretty dog shit. Like, I don't know if this was the first one they filmed or something, but like there's camera guys in literally every shot. In all the other ones, they managed to get complete coverage without showing any of them. But this one, you literally see them just walking around, shoving cameras in their faces as they work out. Like, there's a ton of shots tracking their hands as they lift the weights up and down, which, I mean, couldn't possibly add less to the production. Um, what makes it worse is that the guy, there's a guy that's like across from her in the room, and they make this guy look like such a fucking stud the entire time. He looks like a stunt double for Linkin Park. You might say that that doesn't make sense, but you'd be very wrong. Okay? So what did we learn? Obviously not very much. At the end of the day, P90X does work. Uh, but arguably, any program that has you work out like six days a week for an hour a day is going to show results. Right? Um, I remember playing indoor soccer at the time and being able to run pretty much from the time the game started until the game ended, and I wasn't even tired. Um, also, uh, in indoor soccer, I took a ball straight to the nuts, like dead center. And then later on, one of the guys on my team asked me in passing, he was like, Hey man, how are your balls? And for a second, I forgot that I got dinged at all. So I just kind of looked at him for like a full five seconds before it clicked. And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, they're fine. They're fine. So I don't know. Maybe I'll take up another home workout problem. Yeah, I'm going to do a problem of, dude, uh, what? literally, this is the descent into madness as far as my English language goes. Like, I just literally am not able to talk. Like, I could honestly, I could say that if I make it through an episode without stuttering and mumbling and falling into a different accent entirely from my own, I'll date, I'll, exactly, I could say that I donate $10,000 to charity and that charity would never get a dime of my money because it's not going to happen. Could I edit this out? Yeah. Should I edit this out? Probably. Am I going to? No. Because I'm the real fucking deal, folks. I'm the real fucking deal. So maybe, you know, I'll do Insanity. You know, that other one with, I think, Sean Teagues. 
that's right. I think I just saw him on Instagram. Maybe that's why. I, I ever since I've been looking into this, I keep getting ads for Beachbody.com, and it's. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to do it, you know. Um, but anyway, maybe I'll try and find like a, a home workout package with like the worst reviews, and then try it out and and, and come back and talk about it. Anyway, in the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram, as I said earlier, at excessively underscore Caucasian. Or you can email me at downsizingpod at gmail.com. And remember, do your breast and forget your chest. I mean, do your pest and forget the dressed. I mean, have your fest and forget your vest. I mean... Saying my chick bad, my chick hood, my chick do stuff that your chick wish she could. My chick bad, badder than yours. My chick do stuff that I can't even put in words. Her swagger don't stop, her body won't quit. So full pipe down, you ain't talking about my, my chick bad. Tell me if you seen her, she always bring the racket like Venus and Serena. All white top, all white belt, and all white jeans, body looking like milk. No time for games. She's full grown. My chick bad. Tell your chick to go home. My chick bad. My chick hood. My chick do stuff that your chick wish she could. My chick bad. My chick hood. My chick do stuff that your chick wish she could. My chick bad. My chick bad. My chick bad.